Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. show world soccer radio on the sports byline broadcast network also coming to you on sirius xm i'm your host nick eber it is great to be with you uh we have had a terrific week in the premier league lots to talk about going to take a look at the picks that i gave you for the midweek matches and see how i did but we have a full slate of matches ahead of us this weekend so this is your patented premier league pundits pick and prognostication show uh, so that you can uh, watch the games with just that little bit more ammunition, if you consider that to be what I provide you with. Uh, anyway, great to be with you and with each and every weeknight, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, and then again, midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. on the East Coast. On these very networks, I'd like to take this opportunity to welcome our men and women in uniform around the world listening on the American Forces Radio Network. And if you're listening on iHeartRadio, tune in or the award-winning SiriusXM app. It is great to be with you. And if you miss any part of the show, don't worry. You can always catch us on our podcast network, the always great Believe, B-L-E-A-V podcast network, or anywhere you get your podcast, uh, whether that's uh, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iHeart, tune in, you name it. It's there. Just search World Soccer Radio. Uh, lots to get to. Big result for Man United. Another sort of gritty Ronaldo-ish win for them. Puts three points on the board in Michael Carrick's last game in charge. Ralph Ragnick will be taking over. Uh, I thought it was an odd appointment, but the more I think about it, I think it's actually a very shrewd appointment. Let's talk about the resurgence of Tottenham Hotspur. Uh, let's talk about Leicester City finding some form. Uh, let's talk about... Um, the Newcastle struggling mightily. I'm going to tell you when we come back after the break uh, just who are looking, who they are looking to to sign to help their fortunes. And they barely have any fortunes, honestly. This team is so bloody awful. They are currently, I want to say, one of the three worst teams ever to start the Premier League season what, 14 games in, 13 games in, uh, there are only two or three teams that have been this bad before. All right, lots to get to. Going to step aside, take a break. Be right back after this. This is World Soccer Radio. Uh, welcome back, World Soccer Radio, Sports Byline Broadcast Network, Sirius XM, award-winning Sirius XM app as well. I'm your host, Nick Gieber. Great to be with you. Uh, hope you enjoyed all of the Premier League matches uh, throughout the midweek. I gave you my picks. Some of them were great. Some of them were not great. But they were all courtesy of our good friends at betonline.ag. And I will tell you, they're back, they're better than ever, and they've got a brand new web interface for the rest of the NBA season and more. Of course, we've got the Premier League season and the Champions League season, and isn't it wonderful? They've got loads of props, odds, and lines, more than they've ever had. They remain your number one spot for all the basketball, gridiron, soccer, 
MMA, boxing, golf, tennis. By the way, Tiger Woods saying he's basically done. Fascinating stuff. Head over to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V-5-0, to receive your bonus from basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the incredible offers available for your sport. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online is where the game starts. Well, I um, gave a lot of thought to the picks I gave you for the midweek matches. And I have to tell you, midweek matches can be very challenging. Especially as we get you know into this season, the silly season, the December season of madness. Games come hot and heavy, and they really, really tax a lot of the teams that, you know, don't have the depth they need. So let's start, shall we? Newcastle, Norwich City, at St. James's Park. Well, I mean, both of these teams were just awful. This was a relegation, six-point relegation battle. I said Newcastle were going to win this match, and, you know, the more I think about that pick that I gave you, the more I think it was a stupid pick. Because there's certain things that I traditionally will do during matches for these type of matches. We have two teams that are just really, really bad, okay? Or two really good teams playing in a derby match. Another great example. I'll generally go for a draw in those matches. This time, I thought Newcastle were going to edge it because, well, they've still got to win a game. But guess what? They didn't. They took a point. They took a point off the people that they really wanted to take three points off. Uh, 1-1, Newcastle-Norwich. Very, very disappointing result for Eddie Howe. And we really haven't seen that massive new manager bounce we were so convinced that we were going to see at Newcastle. Ellen Road, Leeds United, Crystal Palace. This was always going to be a fascinating game. Uh, Leeds United playing a, uh, you know, trying to play the same sort of expansive fun football that they played last year with some success under uh, Marcelo Bielsa, who's a fabulous manager. But, you know, this year just falling short. Yeah, they started off the season with some injuries, but there's something not quite right at Leeds United. It's not Bielsa. It's something going on. There's some chemistry issue. And I, I just I just can't put my finger on it to tell you what I think it is. But anyway, I said Leeds United were going to win this one because they desperately needed the win. And you know what? They did win this one. So chalk that up to one for me. By the way, that was the last time Leeds United won a match was back at the end of October when they beat uh, Norwich 2-1. Now they beat Crystal Palace 1-0. Leeds United, big result for them. They're now five points clear of the drop zone. A huge result for Bielsa. Leeds United winning, as I said they would, plus 145. There you have it. All right, next up, Southampton, Leicester City. (laughs) Now, you know, there's something not quite right at Leicester City, and I I just can't put my finger on it. Yeah, they had a nice 4-2 thumping of Watford. 
But in the last five five games, they've had one win. They've had five wins on the season, which for Brendan Rodgers' team that did so well last season, just it, it's just it's, I'm not quite sure what's wrong there. I think maybe the squad's getting a little older, getting a little maybe complacent, maybe. There's nothing particularly the matter with Brendan. But it's not a very deep squad. And they have a couple of key injuries. Jamie Vardy's not really firing quite as well as, you know, one would have hoped, or certainly as he has over the last few seasons. I tell you what, let me put up Jamie Vardy's stats for you. And you can see um You can see what we're talking about here. Okay. So Jamie Vardy has scored uh nine goals and one assist. And, you know, you can say the problem's Jamie Vardy. He's not quite the same. But the fact of the matter is he's not getting much help from anybody else. Iheanacho's got one goal. Iosi Perez, no uh, no goals. He's only played five games. Uh, uh, Patson Daka's been uh, uh, only five games. Adamola Lukman, he has been disappointing. He's played nine matches, one goal. Yeah, he's had some help out of the midfield. Harvey Barnes has a goal. Or Brighton has a goal. Madison and Tielemans, Tielemans have three goals each. So your big players, your Tielemans, your Madisons, your um, your Vardys, they're scoring. You've got three players that basically scored all the goals. That's the problem for Leicester City. They don't give Brendan Rodgers much to work with. And that is not an excuse for Brendan Rodgers. I think he's a terrific manager. Kind of a odd cat, no doubt. But a terrific manager. But something missing there. And they have a squad that needs help. So anyway, I said Leicester were going to go to St. Mary's and win. Actually, it was a draw. That was a huge, huge result for Southampton. Who got absolutely pummeled by Liverpool. Four goals to nil in the previous match. Now they hold Leicester to a 2-2 scoreline at home, you know. But again, Southampton, big, big result, just like Leeds United's result. Uh, Leeds United's win over Crystal Palace was a big result because it got them to 15 points. This was a big result for Southampton. It got them to 15 points. So um, anyway, if you'd picked a draw, you would have got 250. I said Leicester would win. That was plus 200. Guess I was wrong. Sorry. Let's move on. Watford, Chelsea. Um... (laughs) I said Chelsea would win. They did win. I said the scoreline would be 3-1. It was 2-1 uh, or 1-2 because it was it was away at Vicarage Road. Uh, you know, right now, this Chelsea team are getting it done. They're looking a little fragile at times. Defensively, they're exceptional. Going forward, they're, they're, they're really good. There's just something about this Chelsea side. Uh, they Look, we, we have an incredible title race. We had probably the best three teams you've seen in the Premier League in an awfully, awfully long time. Chelsea, Man City and Liverpool are a complete chasm away from the next in the pecking order. The West Ham's, the Arsenal's, the Tottenham's, the United's. 
But if I have to pick between a Chelsea, a City, and a Liverpool, well, you know what? We've got to go to break. Let's do that. When we come back, I'm going to tell you how I see the table fleshing out. I'm going to finish the look back at the matches over the last week, and we'll look forward to all of my picks coming forward for the weekend. This is World Soccer Radio. I'm Nick Eber. Going to take a break. Find me on Twitter at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R, Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. We're sponsored by betonline.ag. Be right back after this. and drugs and rock and roll is all my brain and body need sex and drugs and rock and roll it's very good indeed all right i gotta have a little football in that sex and drugs and rock and roll football very good indeed welcome back world soccer radio presented by betonline.ag i'm nick geber I'm with you every weeknight, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern Time. Then again, midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. on the East Coast. That second showing is on Sports Overnight America. It is great to be with you. I love doing this. Uh, we've had an incredible week of matches. I'm going down my picks that I gave you for the midweek matches. Some were good. I mean, I, I got the Leeds Crystal Palace right. Uh, I got Norwich City, Newcastle wrong. I got Southampton, Leicester wrong. got, obviously, Chelsea, Watford right. That wasn't too difficult. West Ham, Brighton. This was an odd one. Brighton Hove Albion right now are the draw specialists in the league. I've, I pointed this out, actually. And it's funny, because uh, I'm looking at my notes. I had a West Ham, I had a draw for this one, penciled in, a plus 275. And then I thought, yeah, you know what? West Ham have had kind of they'd, they'd had two two losses in a row. They they lost against um, City and they lost against Wolves. But I thought you know coming off that loss against Manchester City, I thought they want to rebound against a team like Brighton, a team that's really not scoring that many goals. Defensively, they're okay, but they're just not scoring enough to really put you under that much pressure. So I chose, uh, also Brighton, you know, at the point hadn't won a match since uh, middle of September, okay? Although, in fairness, they'd had six draws up to that point. Six draws, two losses. So in the last eight, they'd had six and two. Six, oh, oh, six and two. Oh, two and six. Okay, I'll get it right. You know what I mean. Anyway, so I chose West Ham thinking they were going to get back on track. They didn't. It was a draw, plus 275. Big points for Brighton, who are struggling, but staying alive with these draws. Seven points off draws so far. There are other teams that have done as much, for sure. Crystal Palace have seven draws. Burnley have seven draws. And Newcastle have seven draws. But the early wins, the four wins they got early on for Brighton. And if you remember, they went four wins and a loss early on in the season. has resulted in them really not having to worry about fighting in the lower half of the table. All right, so that was a bad pick. Uh, next up, Wolves-Burnley. This one smelt to me like a draw. Burnley draw specialists at the time with six. Wolverhampton Wanderers not too far behind with five. 
need the team scoring that many goals. Wolverhampton scoring 12 goals, Burnley 14, Burnley conceding more. Ah, this smelled like a draw. And guess what, folks? I got this one right. I said it was a nil-nil draw. It was a nil-nil draw. Plus 255. Uh, hope you took some money to the bank on that one. Aston Villa, Man City. Uh, I, you know, did something crazy here. All right. Uh, I'll admit. I said I thought this one could be a draw. I thought Villa have been playing really, really well since Steven Gerrard took over. Different team altogether. You know, we see this. We saw this with Chelsea with Thomas Tuchel. Not that I think Gerrard's quite a Tuchel yet, but we saw it a little bit with Chelsea. When Tuchel took over, all of a sudden, the same players just are playing differently, and they're they're getting results that they wouldn't have got if they'd had the old manager. But Man City, just too much of a stretch for them. I said it was going to be 2-2. Guess what, though? City won 2-1. Close. But the cigar wasn't there. Um, Everton, Liverpool. Well, I said Liverpool were going to win this one. I'm going to talk about them in a minute. I said it was going to be 3-0 or 0-3 Liverpool. And it was actually a 4-1. So a thumping Rafa Benitez still in charge. The problem is not Rafa. There's deep, deeper problems at Everton. All right, and finally, the Thursday matches. We had Tottenham-Brentford. I said this is going to be a draw. Actually, Tottenham beat Brentford 2-0. I really like Brentford. The Bees have really put on some good performances, uh, particularly in their win against Everton. Uh, they've got a great draw against Newcastle and that shootout. So they're capable of all sorts of different football. But again, Tottenham finding form after a very, very rough start to the season. Yes, the new manager has an awful lot to do with it. But okay, they won. My draw was incorrect. Minus 160 for Tottenham. Finally... Man United, Arsenal. Well, I told you, folks. Uh, <laughs> um, most of the time when I pick United, they they're not winning. And, and I, as you know, if you follow this show, you know I'm no United. I'm no United fan. But I think we can see that this team is is an odd collection of really really good players kind of glued together with bad glue you know that there's not there's not a particular style or a particular tactic or a particular vision that the team had that is the responsibility and the fault of Olegana Solskjaer but he is gone and you still kind of have this sort of awkward situation at Man United where you know the this is a team that is not the sum of the pieces are worth more than the pieces as a whole, right? If this was a business or a car, you'd be better off make more money parting, parting it out than you would keeping it and trying to run it. Now, they did get the win against Arsenal. Uh, and there were a couple of interesting things to say about that victory they got against Arsenal, okay? First of all... Um... You know, Ronaldo <laughs> pulls their ass out of the fire again. He is, without a doubt, one of the three greatest players ever to play the game. I'm going to say number two in my mind. You've got two Argentines and a Portuguese. One of the Argentines is number one. The Giza Portuguese is number two. 
and the other Argy's number three. Number one for me, the great, the late great Diego Armando Maradona. Number two, Cristiano Ronaldo. Uh, folks, you know, we talk about big game players. I talk about it on this show. I don't care what sport it is. You can look back at any sport and say, that guy is a big game player. That is a guy that comes through when he needs to come through. You know, and whether Ronaldo's asked to play the press or he's asked to sit back or he's asked to be the lone guy up front, he, he can do it all. The thing that should be encouraging for United fans is that Bruno Fernandes got back on the scoreboard. That's huge. He, he's a very, very influential player for United. His sort of disappearance over the last few months on the pitch has been a big, big problem. But Bruno Fernandes scoring, Ronaldo gets two. It's just uh, it's a bridge too far for Arsenal, quite frankly, who were, well, you know, were they outplayed? No. Who was the difference? The difference was Cristiano Ronaldo. I mean, it's just really that simple. Uh, it's, it's, it just is what it is, right? You have one of the three greatest players ever to play the game on your team, that's going to be the difference maker. I would say, all, all things aside, Arsenal and United pretty much look sort of the same to me. Although United have more talent, but it's performing less well. Arsenal, their talent isn't quite as good, but maybe it's performing better. Um, I think Mikel Arteta has pulled Arsenal's Arsenal out of the fire after a very, very rocky start to the season. They are responding to him. They're responding to the manager. They're responding to his ideas and his strategy and his vision. And the ownership's sticking with him. So I was convinced he was going to get fired, but here he is. Arsenal back on track, however, losing this match to Man United. All right, so that's going to do it. I gave you that one. That's minus 105. One, two, three, four, five. So I'm 50%. Oh, 50%. On matches uh, midweek, which is, you know, not enough to be profitable in the sports betting world. So I apologize. Really kind of needed 60. 55. I remember when I was doing um, the Picks and Parlay shows and Fifth Street Sports, and I was dealing with a lot of sports bettors. There's a number. It's like 53% or something where you're going to be in the money. Because there's a VIG and there's all this other sorts of stuff that you that you pay when you, you know, bet on sports. So 50-50 is a losing proposition for you. You have to be just a little bit better than that. And I didn't give it to you midweek. So please accept my humble, humble apologies. All right, when we come back, I'm going to give you all my picks for the weekend. But uh, let's very, very quickly, a couple of really interesting rumors. I mean, nothing worth really blabbing about. But it's being reported. And by the way, tomorrow... Uh, or um, a Monday, excuse me. We're going to talk a little bit about Fenway Sports Group acquisition of uh, the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins. Very interesting. Uh, but Newcastle are linked with, uh, are trying to pick the low-hanging fruit, youngish, youngish, I say, skilled, didn't quite fit in the system, not quite as good as the other guys, maybe some of the other guys around them. And they have got a, a, a shopping spree coming up that is going to be very, very interesting. Folks, don't write them off. They are looking at trying to sign Jesse Lingard, Harry Winks, Ross Barkley, and Kieran Trippier from Atletico. If they can pull that off, and I have to imagine the power of the dollar, the petrodollar, will do that. 
I'm not so sure they're headbound for relegation despite not having won a game yet. It could be the greatest escape ever in Premier League history. We will see. But I do like that chopping spree, both the type of player, where those players are currently sitting in their current teams, whether it's Tottenham or Chelsea or what have you, or Atletico. Uh, it's, it's, it's a very interesting selection. All right, when we come back, I'll give you all of my picks for the weekend. This is World Soccer Radio. All right, little Iggy for you. No fun. Well, certainly going to have a lot of fun over the weekend with a whole bunch of Premier League games, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. We're presented to you by betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. And I'm going to give you the picks that you are looking for should you decide to place a small wager or two. If you do, though, remember, be, be you know, be uh, thoughtful about it and make sports betting sort of, you know, part of your entertainment dollars and, and not necessarily your lifestyle. All right, find me on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM, as well as iHeartRadio, TuneIn, the award-winning Sirius XM app, uh, American Forces Radio, and the podcast is available immediately upon the conclusion of this show at our podcast network, the Believe, B-L-E-A-V podcast network. Well, we're going to kick off the weekend matches with West Ham United, Chelsea, likely to say this is probably, well, hands down, this is the most interesting <coughs> match of the weekend. <coughs> and we're going to kick off with it. West Ham were really kicking on beautifully earlier on in the season. They looked fabulous. David Moyes has this, had this team almost sort of finely tuned. I don't know what else to say. But, you know, then came this international break, and we see it quite a bit. Some teams have trouble restarting their charisma, their mojo, you know, their momentum once it stops for something like the international break, which, by the way, is one of the reasons I absolutely hate these international breaks. Chelsea, on the other hand, kind of international break hasn't bothered them. I mean, this is a team that's running, you know, they're either running at 90% or 98% or 99%. So if they're running at 90, we say, oh, you know, they're weak. That's the problem. Is that Chelsea, yeah, they're, they're having kind of a little inconsistent, but that inconsistency is at such a high level to begin with that it, it doesn't have nearly as big of an effect as you think it would. They were lucky to win at Watford. We talked about that earlier. Um, I just don't see them dropping points despite this being against West Ham. By the way, a London derby, of course. I'm going to take Chelsea, uh, the favorites, minus 125. I'm going to give you a 2-1 scoreline on that one. By the way, West Ham United's are scoring goals, 25 of them. When you look at 33 for Chelsea, though, and six concessions for South Chelsea versus 17 for West Ham. It's hard, It's particularly of late, by the way, where the Hammers have given up goal against Brighton. Uh, they gave up two goals against City. They gave up a goal against Wolves. They gave up two against Liverpool. 
uh, in their win, by the way. And they gave up uh, one against Villa. So they're conceding goals and Chelsea aren't. So uh, Chelsea are going to win this one, minus 125. Uh, Wolves-Liverpool. Look, folks, um, the three teams at the top of the table right now are a universe away from the teams below them. Uh, there is one team in the three above that really, for me, is standing out there, the team I follow, but I'm not saying this just because of that, because if you look at this team right now, other than the loss to West Ham United, they are basically unstoppable. Are they a little bit defensively, you know, suspect occasionally? Sure, but they still only conceded 12 goals. But they have scored 43 goals on the season. I'll say that again. They have had 14 matches, and they have scored 43 goals on the season. Folks, that is more than three goals a game average. That is an insane amount. If you take that average and you multiply it by 38-game season, you've got 116 goals. And they just don't look like they're stopping. Mo Salah with a brace. Uh, you know, Diogo Jota's firing. All of this with Firmino basically still on the bench. Jordan Henderson getting on the... Uh, look, this team is primed. They they absolutely creamed Everton. And uh, this is going to be a bridge too far for Wolves at Molyneux. Uh, Wolves are, you know, not too bad defensively. They're not conceding that many goals, but... They're not scoring, and you know, if they win this, it'll be a 1-0. They're not going to win it. Liverpool going to win this. I'm going to say 2-0. Mm, 2-0? 3-0. 2-0. I'm going to go Liverpool 2, Wolves 0. They'll score under the average. Uh, the under 2.5 is uh, minus 107, by the way. Uh, Southampton, Brighton. Uh, this is another one to look at here. Uh, both of them, Drew, had midweek draws. The Saints uh, conceded twice uh, to Leicester. Um, Brighton equal equalized late to West Ham. I think this can be another draw. I'm just going to take another draw on this one. Southampton, Brighton. Yeah, I, I mean, Brighton having a great season, by the way. We forget that. They have, however, not won a match since September. I don't see that ending. Southampton, Brighton. I'm going to take a draw. Plus 230. I think the odds makers thinking mm, pretty much the same thing. Newcastle, Burnley. Is this the match that Newcastle finally get the win? They are playing... Uh, Burnley, who are draw specialists, but Newcastle really draw specialists as well, right? Again, this is another one of these where it is a relegation six-pointer. Now, last time I thought Newcastle were going to beat Norwich. But then I initially thought it was going to be a draw because it was a relegation six-pointer, but this is another relegation six-pointer. Uh, folks, I want to take a draw again on this one precisely for that. Plus 240, take the draw, St. James's Park. Uh, will be a score draw, but take the draw. I'm going to say 1-1. Watford, Manchester City. It's very, very difficult for me 
uh, to see Watford getting anything out of this game. I mean, Man City, you know, look, they're having a great season. I I wouldn't say they're, they're blowing you away. Clearly, you know, not getting uh, Harry Kane was, you know, a big problem for them. Big part of their plans. They're, make, they're making do without him, which is really incredible. But they're conceding a couple more goals than Chelsea do. They're not scoring nearly as many goals as, uh, quite as many goals as Chelsea, not nearly as many goals as Liverpool. They need every point they can get. This is a must-win game for them because right now at the top of the table, everything's a must-win game for all the teams. I'm going to take Man City minus 495. Thought Watford were really unlucky uh, not to get points their last time out, but I don't think they can count on that this time. So I'm going to take uh, Watford. All right, Man United. Um, I'm going to take. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to take Man City. Uh, let's go to Man United Palace. Uh, this will be Ralph Ragnick's first uh, match in charge. Uh, United coming off the big win against Arsenal. Um, look, uh, since Solskjaer left, they, they are already looking to be a better team. We all agree on that. And I feel bad for Ole. He's a really sweet guy. But, you know, past his sell-by date for sure. Um, Crystal Palace, you know, they're a good team. They're not a great team. Uh, the last match they won was against Wolves. They did beat Man City 2-0, if you remember that big match. But they lost to Leeds. They lost to Villa. They drew Burnley. And I'm afraid they're going to lose this one. I'm going to pick Man United at Old Trafford. I'm going to pick a scoreline of 2-0. All right, Tottenham Norwich. Um, You know, Norwich have managed to squeeze some points, right? Eight points in the last four games. But you know what? This is not going to happen for them. Unfortunately, they're getting Tottenham at the wrong time. They're unbeaten at three. They have the draw against Everton, the win against Leeds win against Brentford, they're finding Norwich. Uh, you know, this is the type of team that they're going to get, that's going to get scored on. I'm going to say 4-1 for Tottenham Hotspur, okay? If Norwich even managed to score a goal, they've only two scored two. Let's say 4-0. Big result on this one, I'm afraid. This is going to be a tonking. Aston Villa versus Leicester. <laughs> Aston Villa, much better since Steven Gerrard uh, showed up, playing up against his old manager, Leicester City, Brendan Rodgers. Um, Leicester City just not very good right now. We spoke about how it's all up to Jamie Vardy. Uh, Aston Villa vastly improved under Gerrard. Uh, I'm going to actually take a draw for this one, so let's do that, shall we? Um, let's take the draw at plus 250. Leeds-Brentford. Wow. This is going to miss is maybe potentially the most exciting game of the weekend because these are two teams that have fairly similar styles, Okay. Uh, Leeds haven't quite got their mojo that they had last season, uh, but they are certainly getting better and better with each passing week. Um, Brentford, they, they they don't care who they play. They throw it all against the wall. It's going to be a really, really fun game, but I am going to take Leeds United to edge Brentford. This is at Ellen Road, minus 110. The final game of the, sea of the weekend is Arsenal against Everton, and you have Arsenal coming off that big defeat against uh, Manchester United after what's been a decent run of form over the last five games. Uh, they you know, obviously lost to Liverpool, but they had some really good results prior to that. They've really pulled it out. They're on a huge uh, unbeaten streak, right? Eight-game unbeaten streak till they met Liverpool. Uh, then they beat Newcastle, and then they lose against Man United. But again, 
Cristiano Ronaldo the difference maker for me in that game. There's not much to say about that, right? Well, they're meeting an Everton side that, despite having Rafa Benitez, has just been in an absolute tailspin. Uh, since uh, being fifth in the table back in the end of September, they have not won a game in eight matches. And the problem for them is six of those eight have been losses, and that is not good. They have not drawn seven like uh, Crystal Palace, for example, or Brighton, for example, or Burnley, or, or Newcastle. In fact, they have lost seven, won four, drawn three, really bad. They're conceding an awful lot of goals, and they're just not scoring enough. Arsenal, I think they will get their life back here. I think Rafa Benitez's woes will continue. Um, you know, Arsenal, as I said, tough loss against United, tough, tough loss against Liverpool. But this, my friends, this is a very weak Everton side. Uh, Arsenal are going to win. Plus 115, odds makers would seem to agree. That is going to round out my picks for this weekend's matches in the Premier League, courtesy of betonline.ag. Hope you have an opportunity to place a few bucks on these matches if you want to. Again, the big matches to watch out for are West Ham-Chelsea, big London derby to kick off Saturday. Really good West Ham team, struggling a little bit of late. Really good Chelsea team, uh, you know, top of the table, but looking like they could be had at some point. It's not going to happen here, though. I'm saying a 2-1 scoreline. I'll recap all of the, my picks right after the break. And Everton-Arsenal. So we're going to bookend the weekend with two big matches. World Soccer Radio, Nick Eber with you. Find me on Twitter at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. Find me on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. I will be right back after these messages to wrap it all up here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM. Welcome back. Thanks for staying with me here on World Soccer Radio. By Nick Eber with you, presented by BetOnline.ag. Big matches coming up in the Premier League. And this is the hot and heavy time, the December schedule. It's one of the things that differentiates the Premier League. Yeah, I know they're kind of taking a little bit longer breaks, but this is it, folks. No more international breaks getting in the way. This is what it's all about. Let me recap. My picks for you, should you go to betonline.ag and place a small wager, let me set you up. Let's start on the Saturday, West Ham-Chelsea. I said take Chelsea at minus 125. Wolverhampton Wanderers-Liverpool at Molyneux. Take Liverpool, minus 230. Never count out the best front three in all of football. Uh, Southampton-Brighton, that one, folks, smelt to me like a draw. Or Watford, Manchester City, I cannot see Watford winning that one. I'm going to say it's a 3-0 scoreline. Uh, Manchester United, Crystal Palace. United fresh off the win against Arsenal. I think they are going to do a number over Palace, who I think are good but not great. I'm going to say 2-0. Um, at home for United at Old Trafford, take the Red Devils. Tottenham, Norwich 
at the London Stadium. Pardon me, at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Uh, you have to take Tottenham. Norwich are bloody awful. 4-0 scoreline. I've got, I don't even see Norwich scoring another goal. I think they've only scored two or three the entire season. Uh, Leeds-Brentford, fun, fun match. You're going to want to check this one out. I think Leeds, though, will edge it. Take Leeds minus 110. Aston Villa-Leicester City, more woes for Brendan Rodgers. Uh, I think Steven Gerrard will fight him to a draw at plus 250. And finally, Everton-Arsenal. Uh, poor old Rafa. Things are not going to get better, as I say. Uh, Arsenal will win this one with a 2-1 scoreline. So there are my picks. Hope you have an absolutely terrific weekend of football. It's what it's all about. It's why we love it so much. The greatest reality show on earth. I'll check in with you Monday. Let me know how you did. Twitter at Nick Ebra, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R, Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. Till then, have a wonderful weekend. Stay safe and enjoy the football. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.